Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Coram, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today's episode is a continuation in a series I'm doing on stress, but more specifically, how you can create the conditions for thriving under stress. In the first episode, we discussed a bit of the history of stress and our body's desire to achieve homeostasis, which is an internal state of balance or steady state that is your body's desired state. Even when experiencing external shocks and different stimuluses, your body wants to be in this like all good level playing field state where everything is just smooth and there's internal balance. Then we discussed Hans Selye's general adaptation syndrome and how the body mobilizes resources to deal with potent stressors. In the last episode, we discussed a few foundational concepts that I want to quickly review. That is allostasis and allostatic load. The term allostasis was developed by Sterling and Ayer, and it refers to an active process by which the body responds to daily events and maintains homeostasis, quite literally, Allostasis means achieving stability through change. This is what your brain and body wants, stability through change. But there's this thing called stress, and it comes from all sorts of life experiences, relationships, finances, work, politics, you name it. Your brain is the organ that decides which experiences are stressful and also determines your behavioral and physiological response to that stress. And this is critical because your psychophysiological response can either be health promoting or health damaging. And I'll get back to that in just a moment. Bruce McEwen, a pioneer in neuroendocrinology, later coined the term allostatic load, which refers to the wear and tear that results from either too much stress or from inefficient management of allostasis, or the failure to turn off the stress response when no longer needed. And this is a place that a lot of people get stuck. Their brain and body is in a constant state of high alert, and this leads to physical and mental illness. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you're probably familiar with Dr. Chris Morris. He's our chief science officer at AIM-7 and the director of performance science at the University of Kentucky. And what I'm about to describe to you is how we view stress at AIM-7. I think we can all agree that if you were to like hop in a car to start a road trip, that as long as the car was in good working order, you just need to make sure you have enough gas in the tank to reach your destination. The same thing applies to your life. Every day, you wake up with a certain amount of gas in your tank, and this is your state of readiness. Every time your body takes on physical or mental stress, which is allostatic load, and your body is forced to adapt, you are using up gas in your tank, and everyone has a finite capacity. So what happens when you run out of gas? From a physical perspective, you'll be unable to reach your fitness goals. You'll experience significant fatigue, burnout, or injuries. In addition, and probably way worse, your mood suffers, you get sick, you become self-destructive, and you eventually give up on your goals. But there is a way to avoid all of this, and it's by building adaptive capacity. Adaptive capacity represents the size of your gas tank. You see, we can't control external stressors, an economic downturn, a relationship gone bad, a bad boss. Let me say this even more clearly. You can't manage stress. 
What you can control is your capacity to adapt to stress. Increasing your capacity to take on allostatic load is the key to improving your health and well-being. It is the unlock for increasing your lifespan and having a healthy mind and body. If you perpetually feel like your gas tank is empty, the long-term solution is to increase your adaptive capacity. So how do you do that? That's what I'll be spending the next several months laying out for you. But as a quick preview, the key to improving adaptive capacity goes back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast. Your brain is the organ that decides which experiences are stressful, and it also determines your behavioral and physiological response. The key to unlocking your adaptive capacity is to create an environment for your brain that opens windows of plasticity to improve your brain architecture. In addition to the brain, you want to improve the adaptive capacity of the various organs and systems in your body that support healthy living and longevity. Next time, I'm going to give you the five pillars for building adaptive capacity. I'm then going to systematically teach you mechanisms for how these pillars improve adaptive capacity, and I'll provide you the practical tools you can implement immediately. But before I leave you today, I have a quick request. If you have a friend, loved one, or colleague that you think would benefit from learning about how to build adaptive capacity, then would you please take a screenshot of the podcast and share it with them? I am confident that what they will soon learn could quite literally change their life. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.